0: Belinda Audiobooks presents this unabridged recording of Penny Pollard's Letters, written by Robin Klein and read by Rebecca McCauley. Details of other available and forthcoming Belinda Audiobook releases can be found at the end of this recording. Monday, 22nd of August. Dear Mum, i arrived here safely at aunt winifred's the train trip was ace though you needn't have spent all that money on a sleeping berth too many other things to see so i didn't stay in it much the guard on the carriage was a real old grump he said i had to stay in my compartment with the door locked after nine p m and not run around the train all night and who did i think i was anyway hercule poirot the detective in murder on the orient express There was nothing on the ticket that said I had to stay in my berth. I checked. There was this really daggy pain-in-the-neck kid in the compartment opposite mine pretending to read a book about computers, but he was really listening to me getting told off. I asked him, 1. Did he want to come down the train and see if we could find a way into the luggage van? No. 2. Did he want to go up the train and look at the drinks bar? No. 3. Did he want to play fish poker? No. Four, how about a game of murder on the Orient Express, and he could be the victim? No. He kept his nose in his book all the time we were talking. At least I was talking, he was just saying, no. He wore glasses and looked loony in them, and his ears stuck out like rear vision mirrors on the outside of a car. He was at boarding school going home for the holidays. I heard him tell the guard. If I had a kid as boring as him, I'd send him to boarding school too and pay them extra to keep him there over the holidays as well. His name was, wait for it, Alistair. It was on his suitcase. Did you ever hear such a terrible name? I went to look at the luggage van myself. A nice guard called Harry was in carriage number five further along. He was having a cup of tea and gave me one, even though I wasn't one of the passengers on his list. While I was chatting to him and pouring out my third cup, people kept coming along to ask how to put their seats up and bunks down, even though the instructions are on a panel under each window. Harry winked at me each time with one side of his face and said, ''Certainly, sir,'' or ''Certainly, madam,'' with the other side. He told me that later on there would be a whole lot of buzzes going from people who wanted their bunks put back up and their seats down as they couldn't sleep and wanted to write letters instead. I played fish poker with Harry for a while and won seventy cents. Then I went back to my carriage. That crabby guard there said he'd lock my berth door from the outside if I went off like that again without telling him. I chewed a whole packet of chewing gum and wedged it in a lump low down on the door frame so he couldn't. When we got over the border next morning I was the first person up on the whole train. I went and checked. I helped Harry take newspapers and tea to people. The guard in my carriage just said, ''Get back to bed and keep out of the way'' when I offered. Harry told me about all the things people send by luggage van. Kelby dogs, cats, tractors, motorbikes, etc. Wow! Wish I could go back in the luggage van instead of a sleeper compartment. Pity they hadn't sent that Alistair kid home for his holidays in the luggage compartment. They could have tied a label on him saying ''Computer'' and no-one would have known the difference. How is it in hospital?'' i feel sorry for you stuck in that bed waiting especially with a whole lot of grotty babies all yelling down the corridor aunt winifred says to put in this letter two more names she thought of though i don't really want to as both are awful but she might check up so here they are Groan, harriet louise fabian mark yuck and double yuck and nearly as bad as alistair I don't know why you can't name the baby using my idea of initials, e.g., DG, or JK, and it can just pick out its own name when it's older. Wish you'd thought of that when I was born. I hope when it comes that you don't expect me to send you a baby card. You know my opinion about those cards already. I'd be embarrassed having to go into a shop to buy something so tizzy. When Aunt Winifred met me at the station, I showed her my 70 cents I won playing poker, She got mad and was going to report Harry to the station master for teaching poker to a ten-year-old. Pretended I couldn't remember which guard it was. I didn't want him to get into trouble and I did not like to say it was me who taught Harry how to play fish poker and not the other way round. Aunt Winifred is sort of fierce. I hope your blood pressure goes down, Mum, and you don't have to stay in bed much longer. They'd better be taking good care of you at that hospital.